Hi there, I'm Andy, a moon chasing, manifesting, wander lover, and feel good aficionado. Consider me your woo woo best friend. This show is a sacred space for ideas, concepts, and modalities that might be considered taboo, but that I personally find a great magic in. In these conversations, my mission is to inspire confidence, worth, and mystical thinking in our modern world. Let's get into it, shall we? Hi, hi, my friends. Welcome back to the show. This episode is being brought to you from Tulum. I am so happy to be in Tulum this week with a group of magical women here at the Wee Wee Holistic Living Retreat. And this episode is all about a topic we talk about quite often here on your Woo Woo BFF. It's about manifestation. And this particular episode, we have a manifestation that's so good, so, so good. I cannot wait to have you hear the story. My guest is Terrell Cherry. Terrell is a mindset and manifestation coach here to help others rewire subconscious beliefs that are holding them back from clarity, peace, and the confidence to create a life on their own terms. He's your no-nonsense friend that guides you towards self-empowerment, always the voice of reason that says you can do anything you want to. Let's get to it. Terrell was recently based in Sydney, Australia, and you're going to hear a story about a real-life manifestation that came to life for Terrell while in Sydney, Australia. And most recently, Terrell relocated back to the U.S. and is based in Atlanta, where he will be offering hypnotherapy, meditation, breathwork, and tarot services. He's even going to give us a mini tarot reading on the episode. So let's get to it. Meet my friend and soon to be your friend as well, Terrell Cherry. Okay, here we are. Welcome, Terrell. I'm so excited to have you here on Your Woo Woo Best Friend. Thanks for joining me. Yeah, I'm super excited to be here. Can't wait to just dive in. (laughs) Yes. Okay, so we were just chatting about you just had a really long journey. You just moved from Sydney to Atlanta. How are you feeling? I am. I'm doing okay today. I feel like, you know, back to... 80%. (laughs) I think a travel like that really just, it takes a lot out and um, to move everything, like all of your stuff, um, it's a lot. (laughs) It's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm doing okay. I I, I woke up, I was telling you earlier, I woke up um, at a normal time for me, it was 5.30 and um, I just was like, okay, I can get back into my meditation. I'm feeling a little more grounded. So um, I'm excited about the next few days. <laughs> yeah, good, good. I just moved across the country from New Orleans to LA and that felt like a lot. And that's just uh, across the country and you, yeah. you've moved across the world. So yeah. I yeah. feel I feel like any kind of shift like that where you're taking, where you have to take an assessment of all the things and put them in boxes or, you know, and, and, mm-hmm. and, and move them to a place. I just feel like that whole process is, it's a lot, no matter where it is, even sometimes, even if it's just like 
across the street, which I've done before, Um, (laughs) you know, but just like that, that assessment process of looking at everything and saying, okay, does this stay? Does this go? Is it worth it? Um, I think that's just a lot of energy. Um, Yeah. So just figuring it out. It's so true. We do a practice in one of my courses that we open the week with a a week of creating sacred space. So we're basically just Marie Kondoing our lives for a week and moving forces that at the ultimate level. Absolutely. I love that too. Um, I use that with my clients too, Marie Kondoing. And I, I say it for everything. Like you have to, does it bring me joy? Like when you're looking at the people in your life, when you're looking at the clothes you're wearing, the habits you have, like, I think sometimes it's a really good process to, to look at your, yourself, (laughs) to look at your environment and just say, is this, is this it? You know, um, Mm -hmm. it's beautiful. And, um, I do it more often than I would like. I'm a, a Taurus son. Um, and I, but I do move often. I move quite often, I think, than what normal Tauruses would feel comfortable in. Um, yeah, it's not a normal Taurus thing to be, to be. Okay, so then go ahead and tell me then what's your sun, <laughs> what's your rising and your moon too? So I'm a Taurus sun, I'm a, a Aquarius rising and mm, okay. a Pisces moon. So Ooh. I'm a bit, I, I am pretty fluid. Um, and I think that's why I do move. And it's funny because in the moving process, it is pretty, it's pretty, um, you know, I have a plan, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I love a plan. So I that's love a, your Taurus. That is yeah. my Taurusness, yeah. And um, what's funny is this move specifically has, it, it's kind of thrown me off a little bit because it hasn't been, there really wasn't a plan. There isn't, you know, I was like, okay, I know that I'm going to this area. You know, mm-hmm. I know that I'm going to land in Atlanta. Um, but as far as next steps go, I'm really allowing possibility to unfold. And I think that's where, um, maybe my Aquarius comes through and, and feels okay in that. Um, and with the Pisces, you know, they're magic and, and dreamlike and all the things. So, um, Mm -hmm. I'm just kind of like, I'm grounding in that. I'm trying not to let anything really mess up my energy. (laughs) And Jupiter is in Pisces this summer. So that's extra good for you. Yeah. It's just really, it's going to be extra juicy for you. Oh my goodness. There's a lot of good things going on, um, especially in my love department, um, which I was reading and it felt really... Yeah, this summer is going to be interesting. This summer is going to be kind of wild. Um, do you know? It. Okay, do you know what what sign it for? V, do you know your Venus? My Venus is in. I feel like my Venus is in Taurus. Okay. Yeah, I feel like that is because Venus. I'm I'm pretty sure my Venus is very much at home. Um, I should look at that. I should look that up real like, fast. Now I'm like, we want to know. <laughs> we want to know. <laughs> I really, um, yeah, I feel like that's right. Um, it's so funny too. I think 
there's so much information within the charts, right? So um, much. I'm often like, how do we hold on to everything? Um, and I do know, oh, okay. So my Venus is in Aries actually. Oh, interesting. Okay. Which is also really, you know, all that, all that fire is, is an, is a, yeah, I could feel that for the summer for you. Yeah. 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 Which, okay. That does make sense because I, I, now it's all coming back to me. Um, Venus and Aries and, you know, I am pretty fiery. I, um, it talks about like when you have your Venus in Aries, especially with Aries being, Aries is pretty active, right? And right. Um, there's a lot of movement. Um, and I think that's how I, that is how I love. Um, mm-hmm. a, I don't know if we want to get too far into this, but I've been dating somebody long distance and... Um, Let's get into it. <laughs> like woo-woo BFF, the love, love edition. I know. Um, so I've been dating somebody long distance since January. And um, we're going to meet next week. Um, but it was very much those, you know, it was like, ooh, I, who, who is this? And, um, you know, just sliding into DMs. And we kind of joke about that now because I am very much the like, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to do this. Yeah. I'm going to get this. I'm going to go here. Um, and he's a Pisces um, son, double cap. So we okay. operate very differently. Yeah. Um, but I know within my, like, when I really like something, I go for it. I go after it. Um, yeah. You know, Venus and, I, and Aries. Yeah. 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 So. so have you met in person at all ever yet? We haven't met like IRL. We've done. Okay. Yeah. It's been, it's been a lot of FaceTime, Zoom yeah. dates, cute Zoom dates and yeah. a lot of texting. So many yeah. texts. <laughs> okay. So. I've been with my partner now. We're approaching seven years. And we we did meet the very first time we met was in person, but we we lived in different places. And he's a he's a musician. He's a touring musician. And our first year, we it was very long distance. He was always on the road. And I mean, and when I say he was on the road, he'd be like in Japan and in Australia and in the UK and and you know, and I was not in those places. So I personally feel like when you build a relationship through communication first, we did, we were the same. It was so much texting, so much FaceTiming. When we were together, it meant that one of us had had to travel to be with the other one. And so by the end of that first year or so, our communication was so damn good. It was like, nothing could shake us. Yeah. And it yeah. still feels that way. Yeah. This is different than I think um, any of the relationships that I've had in the past, especially because we had to navigate time difference and yeah. he's, he's in New York. So, um, you know, it was morning chats and then nighttime chats and nothing really in between that. And um, yeah, the communication really being, being open, being, being open to just, I guess, saying what you need to say and not really second guessing it. I think space also gave us that, you know, the freedom to just be like, ah, whatever, (laughs) you know, Uh, especially in the beginning, it was, it just really, we, there was no, no holds to it. And um, now that we're in this space where we're actually on the same 
same in the same time time zone in the same hemisphere like mm-hmm. um it feels very surreal and exciting and yeah i don't have a lot of i think maybe anxieties or worries that i would have had or have had in the past and i think it has been because we've spent literally 6 months daily t- chatting like yeah. non- you know and um knowing somebody as much as you can know about them in this yeah. moment but being really really excited about the next steps and what that looks like. Mm, so good. I love that for you. I that's very much how Ben and I were. It was exactly that and I I realized in that process that well at the beginning we both said if we're going to do this and we're going to do it this way we're going to need to immediately be on the same page of what level of seriousness this is because it's going to be complex to have a relationship this way. And I found that my level of trust in him was completely different from anything I had experienced with people that I had lived in the same city with, because we made that commitment from day one that we were on the same page. We were going to share what was coming up for each of us as we were working through this new relationship, but we were going to be incredibly honest, incredibly open. And that piece about space that you just mentioned, what I loved was that I'm I'm a woman doing things. I'm I've got a lot going on and I felt that I had this space to really do me and he had the space to do him and then when we came together we were able to really celebrate what we were each up to and put things aside to be together but then we could go back out and do our thing and that really for our relationship, you know, once we 2 years into it we moved in together and so there was no like resentment of like, oh, you got to go do do this and not focus on me because we had started our relationship that way. I love that. I love that. And I see when I talk about like manifesting love and or manifesting relationships, Mm -hmm. I can't remember. I I need to really go back and um, do some detective work on where I found this or who I was listening to when they brought this up, but it's changed the way that I have manifested uh, a lot of different things, especially around love and relationships. And um, when I see or hear stories like yours, I take it as a sign that like, oh, okay, this is the universe really showing me like what's available, right? Like this is the universe showing me or telling me, hey, um, pay attention, right? Like um, this is an Mm -hmm. opportunity to be grateful for that. I think sometimes people get really caught up in the asking phase of their manifestation. They get so, they're stuck in this circular, like I want, I want, I wish, I wish, and then yep. they they see other people in relationships and it creates more of that I want, I want, I wish, I wish. Um, but I have, you know, hearing your story and I have some other friends who have been married for, I think, 10 years and they their baby is about to turn two. Um, they met one day on a dance floor <laughs> and um, fell in love and I think, one was either like one's Australian and one's American. And um, 
one half had to leave. And so they ended up getting married within like a month or so or something wow. like that to be together. And they've been together for 10 years, you know, and yeah. they, they're living this beautiful life. And I see things like that. And I'm like, okay, even if that's not like my story exactly, like just yeah. the <laughs> seeing it and, and knowing that there's, there's that stuff out there. Um, and the guy that I'm seeing, his parents got married, got engaged within six months, and they've been together for 30 something years. Wow. Um, you know, there's all of these, ex- all of these examples and evidence of, of people coming together and, and in their own way. And, yeah. um, I just think that's beautiful. So I'm glad that you shared that because it, yeah, it gives me I'm hope. excited for you. Yeah. No, I, I love that it's, you know, oftentimes people are like, oh, well, I can't really do it because it's long distance and I'm not really interested in a long distance thing. And I'm like, do the thing. Do if, the thing. If you can be in a relationship with someone and trust yourself, trust them, do you work on what you've got going on, give your give yourself the space that you need to grow, give them the space that they need, and then come together in a way that's like, I mean, every time we saw each other, we were in some new place and it was like romantic and hot. And it was like, oh yeah, this is, this is totally, this is totally something I never knew I needed. And so by the time we finally moved in together, we'd had a really long honeymoon phase because our whole relationship from the beginning, which I'm sure you're experiencing, it's like every time I got to see him was like, oh my gosh, this is so exciting for like a year. So yeah. yeah, it's um and for me Ben was was the complete manifestation of everything that was on my list that I could not imagine could be possible and but I kept holding the vision for it and when I met him I was like mm-hmm, this is definitely it and within I think on our second date we had the conversation of past lives and that we knew we had had been together and immediately had that conversation. And the fact that I could have that conversation with him on like date two over like a bottle of wine was like, do you think maybe we saw each other last time and maybe the time before that? And he was like, oh, I I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. yeah I, think, I think we were there. I think that was us. Yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, you get That's me. That's amazing. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's so cool. Um, I love that. The list, right? Um, mm-hmm. I think that's something that Lacey Phillips has yeah. really uh, <laughs> pushed and monopolized on. And she's done maybe, a good job with it. Yeah, she's yeah. really done a good job with the list. Um, and but it's like it's it's really legit, you know. If anybody's listening and they're like, "What is this?" You know, I've created a list, and it's like you have to go deep. Yeah, <laughs> you have to go deep into the list. And what I love about also is. Um, you know, taking all the fluff out and just asking yourself, why is it that I want these things? And, right. and you said it too, holding out, right? Um, holding out for, for what you want and um, not, I feel like saying not settling sounds a little harsh, but um, not rushing, you know? Right. Yeah. Being open and saying like, okay, this wasn't the one, this wasn't it. Something that has happened for me in the last I'd say three years of my practice, um, I've noticed that every relationship that I've gotten into has been like, ah, that was close. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it was like, next one, oh, that was closer. You know, it's just like inching yeah. forward. And yeah. um, so that was really exciting. And 
Yeah, I've had to do a lot of change within myself. Um, luckily, I made a, a big decision to to unroot and and move over to Australia without really an idea about how long I wanted to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, that changed a lot of things for me. And as I return to the U.S., like I'm coming back with a lot of different tools and experience, and I feel completely different. Um, so that was a necessary action to take, I see. And, you know, after all is said and done. Um, and so I think as my list, as I've changed, my list has, my list has changed sure. as well. Um, things that I didn't even know I wanted, I now want. And so that completely shifts like who I'm looking for or what I think is relevant. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I really find so that interesting. if someone's new to manifestation, I have like a Lacey's such a great example. She's she has such a specific process. I have a pretty specific process too. And I really started to understand what my process was around the time that I'd called Ben into my life. It was there were several things that happened in that same like year that I was looking at and becoming aware of. And when I considered how each of those things had come into my life, I realized it was the same steps I had followed to, to call those things in. And then I really started to pay attention. Okay. If I do this, do things show up for me? So for you and your practice, and when you're working with clients, what's this, if someone's new to manifestation, what's the strategy that you share with them to get them started? So the first thing that I do is really open them up to um, the idea of possibility. Um, I don't think a lot of us, and I heard like, um, have you heard the Jim Carrey speech where he was talking about his dad? Um, He's talking about how his dad saved in like, saved in, stayed in a job for security and um, he says this one thing and he says, like, you know, we oftentimes hide in security, you know, and I'm, I'm not saying this, I'm not doing this justice at all. But he says, like, he basically says, like, a lot of us, we, we strive for the security, we stay in security, and we do it so well that we don't even see possibility mm-hmm. as uh, uh, you know, as being possible, we don't we don't even dream big enough, right? We we don't we don't allow ourselves to dream big enough, and so we don't go anywhere. Yeah, um, <clears throat> he has that whole uh, that whole. I don't know if it's within that ex- that same talk, but he has the thing around that he did around the million dollar check that he wrote yeah. himself. Yeah. yeah, I've got a million dollar check on my dresser. That's a I Jim Carrey, which check. I should probably. Yeah. I'm, I'm probably going to do that too. Um, yeah. But it's like. I, I really, I start, first I start with like, hey, let's just talk about what do you want? <laughs> let's talk about what do you want and let's get down to that and start breaking that down. So what is it that you want? And um, again, why do you want the thing, right? Because manifestations aren't really, yeah, you want a car, but you want a car for a specific reason, right? You want a car because that's going to give you what? Freedom It's going to give you, you're going to, you're going to feel a certain way. And let's really break that down. I do that. There are some tools that I I really love. I think, um, journaling, 
I notice when I journal consistently, when I journal, um, you know, really regularly and I keep that practice up, a lot of things go my way. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's, it is magic in the paper. It's the abracadabra. Yeah. It's all of it. So I, I try to get people to see, to at least, you know, hey, let's, let's start here and see how things really turn around for you. Um, honestly, talking about mindset is something that I've been using and working on now as, as a form. I, I honestly think that when we manifest, we do manifest from, you know, the subconscious kind of space. Um, yeah. Beliefs. Beliefs are something that we don't have to think about. It's something that we just, it just runs underneath the hood, you know? Uh, we don't see it. We don't think about it. It's just there. We react and respond from it um, without even really knowing. And so when we manifest um, those things where you say, you know, notice when you are spending money or you're thinking about money or you're thinking about creating or you're thinking about showing up in a different way, um, just start to notice what happens internally, you know, how do you feel energetically when you feel that, that first, like, Ooh, I'm not going to do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, um, these are, these are good, good indicators of what blocks are, are slowing down manifestations. Yeah. Um, I, I always, I want to try to bring a grounded approach to manifesting, um, which I think is something where where, you know, our generation of manifestation uh, leaders are really doing because before, you know, a lot of us started with The Secret and there were some, The Secret is a great starting point, but then there's, it's almost like reading one chapter of a, of a book. Completely. Right. And saying like, I know it all. Uh, (laughs) I so agree with that. Yeah. I'm so with you. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, that's really where I start and there's no, I mean, it's not, I don't, I'm not here for, you know, super tricky techniques or, or anything like that. I don't know. There's a lot of stuff going on TikTok with, you know, writing, write down your, your affirmations three times at 3am, six times at 6am, nine times at 9am. I'm like, that is a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's a lot. And again, that goes in that, that, that drags people into a space of non-trust, you know, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that's, that's, it's, I'm so glad you brought that up because I, I think that there's a lot of different modalities that we can get into that all of a sudden we start this superstition, spiritual bypass process on ourselves when the modality didn't even necessarily send us that direction. We just start to think, oh, well, if I don't do this, then I can't get what I want. Or there's um, there's a practice and I've been in Kundalini teacher training for the last six months or so. And there's a practice in Kundalini. There's a Kriya that is all around prosperity. And last year I did that Kriya for, I don't know, like 120 days. I love it. It's a really intense Kriya. It's a prosperity Kriya, like I said, and I had some really big stuff coming through, but I don't necessarily believe that it came through just because I was doing the Kriya. I think the Kriya showed me some of my own power and inspired me to be confident in a way that I, with some specific things that I hadn't really considered before. And because it's a really complex and kind of intense Kriya, 
I was really noticing that, as Glennon Doyle says, I could do hard things. Mm. And I have a girlfriend who just finished doing 40 days of that Kriya. And she said to me, she's like, you know, all that money that came through for you when you did that Kriya didn't come through for me. Did I do it wrong? And Mm. there we go. I was like, girl, that is not how this, that is not at least how I believe this works. And we talked about all the shifts that she had experienced during that 40 days. And my recommendation was to her was to focus on the things that had come through and just stay on the path. Yeah. Because all of our timelines, for whatever it is we're calling in, are completely different. Yeah. I, so. I, I absolutely love that. And you hit something on... Um, <clears throat> It was, you know, stay, think, like, really think about or just focus on what you have now. Mm-hmm. Focus on what you have now, right? Like, focus on the money that you have right now. Focus on the abundance that's coming through right now. Focus on the relationships that feel enjoying, like, it, yeah. like that fill you up with joy. Um, focus on that now, Um and that's how, you know, you really are directing your attention towards the, th- the thing, right? Um, you're keeping your eye on that prize. Um, I feel like I, I'm starting to channel like that, you know, the Abraham Hicks, like don't focus on what you don't want, focus on what you you do want. But it really is just focusing on what you already have, because the more you focus on what you do have, right, the more the universe is going to, I guess, provide you more of mm-hmm. that. Um, it's really the reticular activating system that I love talking about within our, our minds um, that I always say is the filter, right? The reticular yeah. activating system is, you know, when you're looking for, um, it's it's one of those things where you're, you're going to buy a, a blue car or whatever, and you start seeing that car everywhere. Right. 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 Um, it literally is the, it's, it's. It's when you you learn a new word and all of a sudden people are just using that word or a manifestation is coming up and you're like, I found myself on this podcast and we're talking about exactly <laughs> what I needed to hear right now. Right. Like that is, that is, you know, the reticular activating system at play. It's showing you everything that it, you're, there's a part of your brain that's showing you, um, directing you and leading you to things that says that, that, that it feels you feel are important. And so that's, if I could break down what that means when people say, focus on, focus on what you want. I really think that's the thing, right? Like let go of what you don't have. There's no wrong way. Um, I don't believe except for not doing, and maybe sometimes not doing is the best, right? Letting go. Um, Yeah. yeah. So Do you find that when you ask people to share with you and your practice when when you're working with someone what they want, that oftentimes they're not yet thinking big enough? Oh, yeah, for sure. Because Um, they don't believe they can actually have what they actually want? Yeah. I had a client, um, and she won't mind me sharing this story because I'm so proud of her, and she's super stoked, but I had a client who um, I had known for years. We like worked together years and years and years, ages ago. Anyway, she um, came to me and we started working together. And at the time she was at, 
she was doing what she she liked her job okay. She was working with animals. Um, she's like a huge animal advocate, and she loved she loved being around animals. But she didn't feel love for the job, <laughs> you know. Um, and she felt really stuck and felt like something needed to change, but she just wasn't sure what needed to change or where she was going to, what she was going to do. And we sat down in that initial call and I said, you know, just started asking her questions. Like, what is it that you want to do? Um, what would you, what did you love to do? Or what do you like to do? What do you, what, what do you want? You know, how do you want to feel these kind of questions? And it was within that first call that she had this like, I feel like I want to get back into fashion. I never really pursued that. I went to school for fashion and um, I just never really thought of it as like a viable career. And um, we, through our, through my container, she went from working at this vet to launching her own vintage clothing line. Wow. Um, yeah. And she has since quit the vet. Um, her clothing line is, you know, it's, it's a launch. And so she's, every day she's feeling inspired. She's doing photo shoots with her clothes. She's, um, you know, she has, she, she was getting her, um, she was just getting the website together and getting the logo and, um, the inspiration about it. And, now, you know, one of the things she said to me was like, I never even knew I could do this. And you kind of said it too. Like, now I know I can do hard things. Like all of the stuff that were coming through, you know, in one one session, she was like, I need to buy this and I need to buy that. And I was like, well, let's just go on Amazon and look at it. And she's like, oh, this is, this is cheap. I thought this was going to be, you know, it's like all of these things that were coming up that she just thought were way out of out of the realm of, of existence for her. Um, and so much so that she didn't even lift the top up (laughs) to check it out, you know? And so I think that's what I try to do. I really try to say like, Hey, why not? You know, um, I, I left, I was a hairstylist for a while and kind of felt that ping too. And I live by my live by my gut instinct, right? I'm like, I don't feel this anymore, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And um, I just kind of followed my nudges and went into fitness and thought, maybe I'll try this and maybe I'll try that and we'll see what happens. And before I knew it, I was working for SoulCycle and moved to San Francisco and um, met people who were mo- traveling to Australia every year. And I went with them one year and then was offered a job. And you know, it's just like all of these things happened in my life that I never really thought, never even saw as a possibility, but just right. following the nudges, right? And being able to, I, I really like that term, just like lifting the top up and looking down and saying like, is there, what's in there? You know, what can I see? Yeah. And um, checking that out, I think is, is what I try to help people do. Mm, so important. I love it. So beautiful. Thanks. Such yeah. good work. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. And following those nudges, when we pay attention, the universe has so much for us. We have no idea what's around the corner, you know? Yeah. Um, zero. 
And so it's like, why not? Why not? <laughs> you know, um, I was on a game show that never would have happened if I wasn't an American living in Australia, you know? What was the show? Now we have to go watch it. <laughs> I was on a game show called Name That Tune. And I, I totally watched all the episodes. Did so you? I definitely, yes. I was on episode because, eight. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I definitely <laughs> saw you. Because I love Randy Jackson and Jane. Yeah, I was on episode eight. And what was really funny is I had written down in August of last year... Um, that I wanted to call in $50,000. Did you win? Um, yeah, I won $51,000. Oh my God. <laughs> yes. Yes, it's like universe, $50,000, please. It's like, yeah. here's Randy Jackson. Randy yeah. Jackson and Jane. And Jane Krakowski. Give 50- yeah, will give Krakowski. me $51,000. Yeah. Um, oh my God. Yeah, I definitely, now that I'm like thinking back, I... I definitely remember seeing you on the show. <laughs> yeah, Ben and I watched every episode because we were like, this is so fun. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was a really cool experience. And um, yeah, I just, I remember telling my mom after and she was like, what? <laughs> and she's like, what is your life? And I'm like, I, I know, right? And it's so great so great it's amazing and I think that like when you can look at the magic of really all the things that happen for us um we can see how these little tiny steps that we take really take us to um that next moment the next space or whatever the case may be and I think that's why even now I've you know I've taken that um, I, I, when, when I talk to people about where I am, you know, one of my best friends today was asking me what I was going to be doing. And I was like, I'm in a free fall right now, you know, and I'm here for it. Like, I know that this is a moment of like transition for me. And this is a moment for change. And this is a moment that I'm going to be using to help my clients in the exact same thing. because. Um, this is what I, when I do my tarot readings, when I do my, my, my coaching with clients, like I always talk about, Hey, like we can't sit in like fear. And if anything has taught us about anything, you know, the last year and a half, it's like, what is security, right? Like what is, what is stability? What is what you, what you don't know for certain is what's going to change, you know? So you might as well do, do something, do what it, do what you want to do and don't waste time, like trying to see the future, like just go for it. Um, that's the only way that I think you're going to be able to, um, manifest, (laughs) manifest with precision or manifest what you want and manifest what you need. Um, yeah, I think that's, the beauty, of, the beauty of where we are right now. So yeah, many people are making changes in their lives. Yeah, and that's the one thing we know for sure is that we're not in charge, and change is always going to come our way. Always, yeah, always, yeah, always, yeah. So yeah. Um, it's funny because I kind of feel like manifestation, like the word, is getting a, it's getting an upgrade too. It's getting kind of like a, a shift and change as people start to realize, um, you know, their own power. Um, mm-hmm. you know, because we do, we live in this, this universe that 
we're connected, you know? If I'm part of the universe, the universe is me, I am it. Like, <laughs> when we can really harness that, that idea, that notion, and start to live through it, and just trust and, and breathe and say, like, I got this, <laughs> you know? I think that we can really start to make, make a lot happen. But for some reason, we see other people who are succeeding or we see people making changes in their lives and we automatically say, like, that can't be me. Um, right. You know, and it's, it's like, nah, no, <laughs> let's, let's shift to that let's shift that program, let's shift that, let's rewire that, you know, and start telling ourselves the new I cans, the yeses. I love a good yes, right? Yeah, me too, <laughs> me too. Yeah, and I, I love the story. I love your name that tune story. It's like, it's almost as if the universe sometimes gives us these little winks. It's like, mm. okay, $50,000, I'm calling it in. And then it's like, you win this game show and win $51,000. Yeah. So it's like, here you go, you can do that. Now, what else do you want? What else are you are you going for? <laughs> and that's Set you know, the goal higher. Yeah. And um legit, that was the thing that I I did realize too. And I had to go back and read like why I not no, I really didn't have to go back, but I did go back to look at just like exactly what I was calling in the 51k for and what I was gonna do with it. And I'm holding myself accountable to yeah. it, you know, and saying like, this is what I said I would want. This is what I wanted to do with it. So I'm going to do it. Right. And I think it can be, um, yeah, I, I just feel like that's what needs to happen so that the more trust I put into that moment, the more I get right. You kind of build that relationship. Right. And yeah, sometimes things aren't going to work out the way that you thought they would, or the way that you wanted them to. Mm-hmm. I tell you what, I did not I'm, I was like, moving to Australia was not as expensive as moving moving back. Like, it was not. But I also was like, clearly, you know, I have the funds. I have the space. I have the time. I am capable of doing all of this. And I'm doing it. It's done, you know? And yeah. so um, I feel aligned and okay with that. Um, I lost my train of thought with that. But... Um, I think that the more that we can really say, or like you said, you know, under recognize the winks and be like, thank you universe. Yeah. <laughs> it's so true. It's so true. I, I find that that happens. I find that that just, when you pay attention, that, that is what, that is kind of the fun of it all. I had a, I had a goal a little while back in which there was this number that I wanted to hit in my business. This I wanted to make X amount of dollars per month. And I'd set this goal. And about six months, six months into working this this process, working towards this goal, I hit the number. So I was like, yes, I got, I hit the number, the goal that, that I'd set, I hit the number. And of course I was taking all sorts of inspired action along the way. And I remember sitting down that month and being like, universe, F yeah, we did it. Hit the number. The next month, I, I got a new contract with a new client. And that deal was the exact number that I had been trying to reach Whoa. for a month in one Once, contract. One, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I got that. I got the, like, the, they, like, wired me the money, the payment, like, the first week of the month. And all of a sudden, I was like, I just hit that number in one week. You know why, too? Because you you hit it 
you've you hit it previously, right? And so mm-hmm. you you like leveled up. Yeah, completely. I was and like, oh, that was easy. That Got was it. easy. Yeah, and yeah. you know what's so funny too because um, when I was calling in the fifty thousand, I was like, ah, oh, I can do this, right? Like, I'll really push myself out there in market and get clients and do these things and yada, 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 right? It's like, I can, I can get this and make this happen in X amount of time. Um, and then the game show ap- appeared and I was like, I could win a hundred thousand dollars, uh, <laughs> you know, and coming out of it, I realized that, oh, my energetic set point was 50 K. Right. Um, and that's why I tapped out at 50K, um, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, I got what I wanted, but I got what I believed, you know? I got what yeah. I was aligned with. And um, that really showed me, and I've been looking back now, and, and or I've been working forward now, and reassessing my money blocks, if you want to call it that, or just maybe sure. my money blueprint, um, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, what that underlying belief system is my relationship to money and how I level that up. I know that, okay, 50 K is like my, that's my, my, what is that? My base point, right? Right. My jump that's off. That's the baseline. That's now. the baseline. Yeah. Right. So that should be, that's going to be easy to call in that next number, right. Where I really have to work at it and, and yada, yada, yada. That's the level up. And I love that. And I think, um, something that I'm going to be implementing too within my process of manifestation, right? Or like understanding where your blueprint is, understanding where your love mm-hmm. relationship is, right? Understanding where your money relationship is. That's something that I've been blown away by. Like, oh, when my money, like the relationship with money looks like this. No wonder, you know, no wonder we have these kind of things happening or you know, whatever the case may be. And awareness, right, is the most powerful thing that you can have. Because when you're aware, then you can really start to change and shift the the thing. And um, I guess that's what I mean by like bringing a grounded approach to manifestation, really understanding all of these other components to how we, how we use energy, money, love, uh, you know, clothes and, and, and stuff, like whatever it is that we're, yeah. that, that is available to us in this 3D realm, um, how we operate with it and navigate through it. So I love that because now you see that new set point and you're like, okay. Yeah, truly. <laughs> now I'm like, oh, you want to work with me? This is what it costs. Oh, yeah. Let, yeah. let me tell you what it costs. Yeah. 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 And that feels that so happens, good. It so does. It happens one time and you're like, oh, right. I am absolutely worthy of yeah. that. And- I'm working with a coach right now and she's like, you're going to raise your prices. And I was like, Ugh. <laughs> and I was like, okay. She's like, yeah. but this is going to be really good for you, you know? And I believe that it's kind of that pressure, right? To say like, okay, if I'm raised, if I'm leveling up, other things are leveling up too. And not only are like my services going to be upgraded, but mm-hmm. the people in, in the, pe- the people that I work with, they're going to be upgraded in such new Completely. and abundant ways. Right. Um, cause I, I honestly believe that too. Like the, as I level up and I bring people into my vortex, right. Like I bring people into my little circle, they start to up level and see those shifts. And I see that with all of my clients, you know, I had a client who he 
he manifested like $25,000 in like two weeks or something. It was insane what happened. It, it really was just because he finally like stood up for himself, right? Mm-hmm. And and yeah, he asked for money that was owed to him that he wasn't asking for before, right? Um, and then other projects started coming through and all of this stuff just really worked for him. Um, I had another client who she wanted to really do her own thing and she was a makeup artist, but she was working retail and um, she's now like a clinical esthetician and and doing photo shoots and working on her own schedule and just living and loving her life in that way, right? Like there's so many stories that I have of people who I've just, you know, been able to come through and we get together and have a laugh and talk about the universe and talk about experiences and what we want, right? And and really per- pushing through and going through and leveling up so that you can't go back. There's no there's no turning back, right? Because you've already Completely. leveled up. Yeah. Beautiful. I love it. Such good work. Such good work. So important. <laughs> okay. So I wanted to do one more thing before we get into our five questions. I wanted to pull a tarot card for our listeners. So I can see you. You can see me. They can't see us because <laughs> this is a podcast. And um, I am going to, I'm over here shuffling my deck. What kind of and cards do you pull, have, by the way? I just have the deck I have in front of me right now is the classic Rider Weight deck. So yeah. okay. got, I've got, you know, my classic, Perfect. my classic deck. I love this deck. I use it all the time. Yeah. For, for anyone who's listening, who's like, mm, I'm thinking about getting into tarot. I find this to be a really good starter deck. Oh yeah, for sure. Same. I was using some like, like whimsical, um, like mermaid deck. <laughs> Love a when mermaid I, deck. When I first started. Oh yeah, me too. When I first started, but I could not connect. I couldn't get it. Yeah. Like there was nothing. I could not get it. And so I finally got, I ended up getting the right away and immediately, you know, all of the trainings and stuff like that, I could now relate to. And yeah. I've had, the deck that I've had, I've had for almost, I mean, I think a decade now. Um, and I just have such a strong connection and bond to them. And yeah, I think if anybody's looking to um, start tarot, get with the Rider Waite and allow the images to kind of run through all of the yeah. teachings that you find anywhere will yeah. reference the Rider Waite. So it'll be super easy. Yeah, I, I think that that's, that's, exactly, that's exactly right. It's For me, I noticed that I've been using Rider Waite for many, many years and I still find new, new symbols on the cards that I didn't notice before. Yeah. I still have things that I'm like, Oh, there's the message I didn't see before. Mm -hmm. And yeah. And like you said, there's so much good training on this particular deck. I had started with a really beautiful Mayan deck and I loved it. And I still use that deck sometimes, but there was no training on the deck. And so there was one book on the deck. And so I'd have to Every time I used that deck as I was learning, I would have to go and like read like five chapters to try to find what I was trying to find. <laughs> it's like, I'm never going to learn this. Yeah. So when I, when I bought my first Rider Weight deck, when I bought this deck, I, yeah, my training and my understanding, it was just so much easier because there's so much good information on this particular deck. Okay. So here we go. I'm going to pull a card for our listeners and I'll let you share a bit about this. We haven't done this on the show before, so I'm excited to do this. Okay, here we go. Hmm. Speaking of money. I know. Okay. We have the four of pentacles and 
I love the Four Pentacles. And just to describe this, this is a man sitting. He has two coins, two large coins under each foot. He's holding a large coin and he has a coin on at the crown of his head. And what I say about this is, you know, the Four of Pentacles is really telling us to be open, you know, to release and let go. I always say, hey, if you have your arms, you know, when we talk about manifesting, right? If you're if you if you have a closed kind of energy around something, if you're not willing to let something go, how do you expect to catch the newness that's coming mm-hmm. through? Right? And so a lot of us when we look at money, right? And say like, I must save everything because I don't know when that next coin is going to come through. Right? Yeah. Now, yeah, he has no arms open to catch new coins. No arms open to catch new coins. Like he couldn't, couldn't catch anything if he wanted to. Um, you know, couldn't even get up because he's standing on those two coins. And it, yeah. it now this isn't just about, you know, money. This is about, you know, when we think about pentacles is an earthy sign, right? It's it's about material. It's about the um the 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 life we live, right? It could be about our beliefs and and things like that. Like what are we holding on to too tightly? That's mm-hmm. that that we don't realize is holding us back from receiving. Yeah. You know, and I think it's a really good message for the collective right now. Yeah. 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 The beliefs piece, especially. Yeah. Like, what are you holding on to so tightly that you can't, you can't catch something new? You can't catch something new. And I think that's the thing when we're able to say like, okay, I can let this go. Right. Or I can at least, I can at least turn around for a second. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. You never know really what's going to come through for you when you, when you're, when you have more of an open energy. And so I really like when that card comes out, I'm always telling people, hey, you got to loosen up, loosen up. I'm hearing it. All right, everybody, (laughs) we got to loosen up. Also, it's like we're going into summer, Jupiter and Pisces. It's like hot girl summer through and through. Like everybody get loose. Everybody. I love that. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, let's just, we can like go out and and explore the world again in some capacity. We can go and be with friends and family again. Yeah. We can... We can do we can do all the things we've been. I feel like I came missing. back at the right time too. So yeah, yeah. I mean, it's almost ninety degrees in Atlanta, but <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. Summer in the south. Summer I in know the south. Well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that. New Orleans, I know it well. For sure. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it's I, I I particularly love a a summer in the south. It's like humid and you can't wear very much clothes because you're just going to sweat through it all. Yeah. And you just kind of like get out there and like glisten and glow your way through. I love, summer. I love it. I actually, no, okay. I don't love it, but I do love the glow aspect. I, yeah. I, I sweat too much to actually be like <laughs> to enjoy it. But I do, I was um, on a zoom call yesterday and I was just like looking at myself <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, I have this great glow, you know? I'm just mm-hmm. like, I, I feel very, yeah, I feel very Venus-y, Aphrodite-ish. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's amazing, so. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for you. Thanks. It's going to be, yeah, it's going to be a really awesome experience being there. Yeah, I feel it. I feel, you know, things are, things are changing, things are shifting, and I'm, 
again, you know, for the longest time I had, I was putting the wrong time on my birth charts. And so I was like, it was like Taurus sun, Aries um, rising, Pisces moon. And I was like, this Mm -hmm. doesn't really make sense. Um, You know, and I realized later on looking at my birth certificate correctly that I (laughs) had the wrong hour. So um, that just shifted things. And I think now being super open and being in just like this new, new, we, what are we, we came out of a new moon, uh, we had a solar eclipse, a lunar eclipse, we have had retrograde, we've had all of these things happening. I moved on June 10th, I moved on the new moon, solar eclipse, you know, Um, and it's just like, I'm here for it. I'm ready. I'm open. Perfect. 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 Okay. So I have five questions for you to close out our time together. We've been doing five questions for this five year. And the first one is tell us about an object or charm that is special to you. Okay. So, um, I am currently wearing a sodalite crystal, um, in necklace form. And I have with it a Moldavite. Ooh. Yeah. So um, it's special to me because I really set this intention to create or to yeah, to create clarity and to do the do the thing that I needed to do, right? Um, without too much hesitation, without too much um heart-wrenching like worry and blah, blah, blah. And so um, I feel like these crystals have actually really helped. So the sodalite really helps you tap into your intuition. Um, and the Moldavite amplifies that. It also, Moldavite has been known to create shifts and change for you. Um, mm. So if anybody's listening and they've been on that TikTok spiritual realm, they know Moldavite like went through the ethos and was just like tore through people's lives. Um, (laughs) so that's really special, but also this is, um, a sister necklace, um, for, for my boyfriend who lives in New York and Um, we sent, I sent these two to him. And so just like, it's just like really cute. And, um, I never really get too sentimental about things. So this is like one of the first things that I've gotten really like Mm -hmm. (laughs) precious about. I like it. I like it. Okay. What is a book that changed your life? So I would have to say, man, um, so it's not really a spiritual book. (laughs) That's okay. We can have all sorts of things change our lives. Yeah. So, um, there's a, there's an author called Chuck Palahniuk and he did Mm -hmm. Fight Club. But um, his book is called Invisible Monsters. And it changed, it really had me look at the world in a different way. The story is a bit bizarre. Um, It's about a model in LA and she has a tragic accident and she meets like a gay bestie who's like, girl, you're fine. Um, He like dresses her up in this, she walks around with like a veil because she's just like messed up. Um, and they have like a really wild time, but his writing, Chuck Polinick's writing is so profound. And like some of the things that he just says in it, 
if you know kind of like if you remember the the wording or just the the verbiage in in fight club like it's yeah. all of that and i must have been maybe 25 and i was really looking for change really looking to like move around in the world and i felt very different and i felt you know i struggled with um my identity i struggled with self esteem and um this book is really about overcoming all of that um, it's about, you know, people, I was going to say people supporting each other, but like it is and it isn't, it's, it's a fun read. It's, it's really quirky and, um, it speaks to my, my weirdness, I think. <laughs> but I love that you chose something that isn't a spiritual book because I think oftentimes on the show, of course, we get a lot of good spiritual books, but the reality is to be a fully formed human being, we're often tapping into art forms in all sorts of ways yeah. in all sorts of different genres and books, books included. Of course. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, of course, like, I feel like oftentimes we've, I struggle with, you know, have I, have I read a book that maybe people haven't read or haven't heard of, or, um, you know, there's so many, there's so many books out there, but this was a book that's really personal to me. I got the cover, like, um, <clears throat> there's like this tattoo of it right here. And, yeah. um, amazing. It's an optical illusion and, um, so cool. yeah. So it just like, really, it's, it's one of those, I carry, I've dragged this book around with me from New York to San Francisco, Australia. It's here now. Like I bring it with me, you know, and I yeah. just, it's one of those books that take me back to being like in my twenties and really feeling like coming into myself. Yeah. That's a good companion. Good, good companion to bring with you. Okay. The next question is, tell me about an experience or moment that changed your life in a profound way. Um, I went to a retreat. I talk about this all the time. So this is why this was like so easy. Um, (laughs) I went on a retreat in 2014 to Nicaragua and um i had <clears throat> this was right before i was i was already starting to feel like oh there's a shift happening and um i experienced breathwork for the first time and my grandmother had passed away probably two maybe a year or two before and i always kind of i always thought of her later as like um a butterfly. Like, I don't know. She just always had this. She always helped me be, you know, she was like, do your own thing, go out here and live and travel. And, you know, you can do it. Um, (laughs) and she came to me in this breathwork session, this little butterfly came like flowing over and was just like, Hey, um, you have to just like trust yourself and leave if you want to leave or do the thing that you want to do change if you want to change and um this was like february of 2014 i came back went back to new york i ended up quitting my salon job it was like a really i was making i was just like it was such a profound moment for me because i'd worked so hard to be at this salon and worked so hard to be a hairstylist in the west village and was, you know, at the, at my age, just felt very successful. And I left, had half a plan. Um, and that was, you know, from, from the moment that I quit that salon 
until the end of the year, I had made such a big shift that um, it was February the next year, 2015, that I had worked at SoulCycle, went into training, and was being transferred to San Francisco. So within a year of that breathwork session, I had completely shifted my life. Like, wow. totally. Ah, so profound. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Number four is what is something that you do for your health and wellness? I, well, meditation for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, Meditation. And I really love to, I mean, I guess I, because working out is such a, a, a lifestyle for me, that's something that I, you know, those are meditation and working out are just, it's like putting on clothes. It's not, yeah. it's something that I will probably you just do it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, but I will say as far as like food goes every now and then I allow myself to have what I want to have, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. um, especially I was feeling like very, I was feeling a lot of different energy in this move, in this shift. And there were times that I just wanted to have like, um, oh, there was like this, this chicken sandwich on a donut bread or something. <laughs> and I was like, you know, I don't even, I'm, I'm mostly vegetarian, but I am feeling like I need something that like, will just like knock me out of this energy and like put me in just like, I just want to sit down and be in my feelings. And I did that and it felt great and I loved it and I ate it. And life was perfect. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and if there's a chicken sandwich on a donut on a, bread available, hello? you should probably test it out. Right? I was like, who says no to that? I never yeah. had that. And it was so good. Um, so I think that's something for my, for my health and well, for my mental health. And, yeah. you know, it's just like, relax, be compassionate with yourself. And, um, you know, don't go ham on, on crazy crazy, crazy foods, but like allow yourself to do something and just like be easy, be gentle. Yeah. Yes. Such good advice. Okay. Last question is this. Tell me about a moment you knew magic was real. Besides manifesting (laughs) (laughs) $51,000. I mean, that was pretty magical. (laughs) That was pretty magical. Um, A time that I knew Matt, I... I mean, that I will say that's one of the things where the proof is like right there. Like I wrote it out. I put it down. I like, you know, I was listening to Think and Grow Rich and I was like really putting it, putting pen to paper and and putting my skin in the game and um, doing all that stuff. And it worked. Yeah. Um, In a big way. in 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 a huge way. Um, I... There's so many different things like, you know, I've, I manifested salons like that I wanted to work in, you know, um, I, when I moved to Chicago with zero idea of like what I was going to do, I was like, I know I'm going to work at this salon. And I'd sent my resume in a couple of days before moving and they responded back and said like, no, it's, we're not available. Um, we just hired a bunch of people, but we'll let you know, you know. And I ended up moving anyway. And I was like, I'm going to work here. I'm going to work here. I'm going to work here. 
I am going to work here. And I ended up getting a call from them like a week after I arrived. And they were like, hey, we have an opening. And I like, these are little things, like it's it's stuff like this, you know? Um, I'm like, I feel like every day <laughs> something magical really does happen. Um, but I, the 51K is going to be my strongest. That's like my... That's, that's pretty yeah, good. That's my, pretty good that's my number one. It's like super most recent. And um, it just felt so like... Felt like felt so so good. <laughs> that it's so great. I, I have to go back now and watch your episode again. Okay, <laughs> tell me this is not on the list of questions. Tell me, tell me one of the songs that you had to know that you were like surprised that you knew. Um, I got so Danger Zone. I got really quickly, <laughs> um, and I was like, yes. <laughs> I was really like, you know. Um, I was really, really proud of because this is like, this isn't like um, radio. This is playing on a piano or something, you know, it's like live (laughs) band. Um, I also got easy, easy, like Sunday morning. I got that, but I didn't, I got the name wrong. Like I said, easy, like Sunday morning. And they were like, you cannot add any extra to. So it was just easy and I ended up getting it wrong. But I also was like, I got that in, I think, three or four notes. And I was really proud of myself for that. And (laughs) that was like, ding, 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 ding. And I was just like, (laughs) you know. Um, So I was really proud of myself for that. Um, Yeah, but Danger Zone, I got real fast. And I was like, ooh, (laughs) come on. I'm glad I was born in the 80s. Like, you know, just like. (laughs) Yeah, we would watch the show. So Ben is a, he's a piano player. He plays keys. And so we would watch and yeah, if I, if I was like able to get one in like four or five notes, I was like, I need to go on the show and I need to go on the show. And he, of course, thinks Randy Jackson is so cool because Randy Jackson is so cool. So it was really fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah. You know, adrenaline is real (laughs) and it messes with your brain. (laughs) I had to practice my breathing exercises really like consciously and like in the moment, but it's real. Like. Yeah, you for you you don't realize like once things start going, how you're just like that whole statement, like I know the song, but I don't know the name. Like that is <laughs> man. <laughs> it's so great. I love it. Okay, this has been so much fun. I'm yeah. so glad we got to do this. Yeah, me too. Thank you. So tell us if someone wants to find out more about your work or wants to book a session with you, what's the process? Where can they find you? Yeah, all the things. Um, I'm. I feel like I'm so findable. Um, but Instagram Terrell Cherry. Um, yeah. I have a YouTube under Terrell Cherry. I'm on Facebook under Terrell Cherry. <laughs> all um, the places. Yeah, all the places. My website is terrellcherry.life. But if you go to my Instagram, if you find me on Instagram, you can book a session. Um, through there, super duper easily. I offer tarot readings and um clarity calls which from there it's a free clarity call that helps us just figure out if you're looking for either hypnosis or a coaching call and um yeah it's all pretty easy literally type my name in you will find me like no other internet does its job i know and it's you know terrell cherry is a is a pretty unique name i think so um Perfect. Yeah. Thank Thank you you so much. much. It's been awesome. Yeah. I really appreciate it. 
you guys, how incredibly cool is Terrell's story? Hey, universe, I'll take that $51,000. That's what I was looking for. I love when that happens for someone. I'm so excited for him. I can't believe I hadn't put it together that he was on Name That Tune when we booked him on the show. I'm so excited to know that now because I'm definitely going to go back and watch his episode again and see all the songs that he was able to get right on the show. Okay. If you loved this episode, we love when you share it on social. Give us a shout out on social. We love, we love, we love to see that. Your woo woo BFF is our Instagram. Mine is wee wee girl. And if you haven't yet left us a review, reviews mean the world to us. It helps us to grow the show in such a great way. We're a small team. We're working really hard to bring you awesome new stuff every single week. So we'd love to have a review if you have not yet left us a review. I'm going to get back to all the happenings here on the Tulum retreat. And with that, we are complete for today. Sending you all so much love.